0: hello hello darsh
1: how are you you? yes can you hear me is the question yes yes bro i'm digging i'm digging the sweatshirt digging the sweatshirt san francisco repping the city right there (laughs) thanks for coming and saving the day you and jonah because jared and share bear can't be here but dude share uh we multiplied your thing so we put you at 83 and 51 now because we just divided it by like winning percentage
2: okay and then so where am at in cool. terms of overall rankings,
1: all right. So, Jared is destroying at ninety-two and thirty-seven. All right, I got ten. All right, let's go ninety-two 10, 10 thirty-seven. Jonah took a big lead because he went like twelve and three, included. he went eleven and three, including the Colts game because he picked the Colts. So he's at um, eighty-four and fifty. Uh, Sheridan's eighty-one and fifty-three, and your boy is in last place at eighty and fifty-four. All right. So I'm it's in pretty, the thick
2: of it. Let's go. It's a
1: pretty freaking tight race, my guy. That's dope. That's yes, dope. Yes, it is. Okay, so since it's only us three, we can basically go through every game. But I start a few games that I think are going to be pretty interesting. So, like, obviously the Niners Saints. And then I did Packers-Jags because of you, obviously. And then Bucks-Panthers, I think, is going to be an interesting game. Because, I don't know, I f- that's a big NFC South matchup right there. And then... Bills Cardinals is another big game, and then uh, I think Bengals Steelers. I think Bengals could be a potential trap game for the Steelers because they didn't look too sexy against the Cowboys. Huh? Yeah, I no,
2: know, dude. I think. Oh, uh, I, well, I'm gonna let you finish up the intro.
1: No, yeah, and the well, I, the, I was just not, Yeah, I don't know. Like the the Steelers didn't they only win by like one score?
2: Yeah. So it was crazy because the Steelers defense is, uh, well, this entire season, um, like if you look back through their entire season, right, they played uh, Jeff Driscoll on the Broncos, another game, which they barely won against a backup. And then they played. Uh, uh, obviously the fourth stringer on Dallas, which they barely won. And then every other team that they played has been, you know, a losing team, which means that they, they don't have a good, very good record so far. They've been struggling, whatever the reasons may be. So their eight no record. Well, yeah, any team to be eight, no, at this point in the season, you know, that, that should be applauded. That should be commended. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, it's like, it goes back to like, okay, well, who have they faced and how have they won? You know, right. what has been with, you know, aside from a few, uh, a few, you know, turnovers, uh, by Minka Fitzpatrick, like that game could have been decided and it could have completely swung the other way, but because of those turnovers, right. Mika Fitzpatrick's one of, one of the greatest defensive players, you know, currently playing. Right. And, you know, he, he just has an act for finding the ball and he created those turnovers. So, you know, it could have easily gone the other way. Facts
1: for sure. Yeah. yeah, I know. Really interesting. I don't know the Steelers. I wasn't too hooked on them at the beginning of the season, but obviously they kept on winning, but I don't know the, the giants, they looked kind of good against them. And I think it was the opening se- the, uh, season opener. And it's kind of s- stuck with me ever since that. I'm like, I don't know if the Steelers are it same. There's, I feel like there's so many freaking frauds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I, see, I don't know
2: about frauds. I don't know if frauds is like the right word to use. I think
1: it's just think touchy. Like the, the league is
2: the league is a lot closer than it's further apart. You know what I mean? Like last yeah, year indeed. was like last year it was like okay, there were two teams, you know, kind of at the tippy top. Like
1: yeah.
2: the, Well, actually, no, there were like four teams kind of at the tippy top, and then you had kind of like a like an ocean, like a Pacific Ocean difference between those teams and the rest of it. Like right. you had the Ra- you had the Ravens and the Chiefs, right? They were, yeah. they were putting up solid numbers, you know, to, don't count in playoffs, but they, you know, they were putting in solid numbers. And then on the NFC side, you have the saints and the 49ers, like they were putting up ridiculous stats, mm-hmm. you know, the Niners were, uh, you know, aside from a few divisional games and uh, I think against the Ravens, but the Niners were literally destroying teams. They were blowing them out. It didn't right. matter who they faced. So, you know, when, it, when you look at like the disparity of talent, right, I think the league has gotten a lot closer.
1: Yeah, it's, it's There's really a lot odd. more people,
2: a lot more teams that are um, a lot more teams are closer in terms of talent right. and
1: uh, competitiveness. Exactly. Because you literally had, like you said, Ravens, Chiefs, and then the drop off from the I think the Bills were probably one of the better teams, But obviously the Titans were there, but they weren't there like the entire season until basically the end. And so it was like the Titans, Texans, Bills it was kind of that next tier of AFC yeah. teams, but this gap was crazy different. You know what I mean? Because no one was touching the Ravens last year. Like, that's a fact. Like, the only time you're going to beat the Ravens is. If... I mean, I think that the Ravens, their puzzle starting to get figured out. Like, well, I mean? Lamar
2: Jackson came out this week and said that the opposing right.
1: defensive players are literally calling our
2: plays before right. uh, they're calling the plays before the ball even gets snapped. Like, yeah. I don't understand that. They're switching their coverages. They might be throwing one thing, but then they immediately switch their coverages.
1: Right. But it's all about, I mean, as much as, I mean, you can know all you want, but at the end of the day, it comes down to Lamar Jackson and him executing. You know what I mean? Because if, if he's on, I don't, you could literally know whatever play they're calling. He's going to like, he's going to do something. He's going to, what's the word I'm trying to say? He's going to. Dude, what, he's going to improvise. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, for sure. He's a beast. But so do you want to start out with the Jags Packers? Because it's going to be kind of a fun game. I'm interested to see how the Packers, if because especially without Jair Alexander, he's questionable, right? Yeah, he he's doubtful. Um, oh, he he he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doubtful. He's doubtful with the concussion. Yeah.
2: Doubtful Cause with Jerick, concussion.
1: Because Jarek lit him up. <laughs> Jarek lit him up on the sideline. Yes. But Yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see how I I think I
2: think he came into that wrong. Like his I think the angling on that was just
1: (laughs) off. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how's the Packers? um, How is their secondary going to do with kind of the firepower? I mean, how are they going to stop DJ Shark? So I think Kevin King is going
2: to be back for this game.
1: Okay.
2: Um, I mean he's been he's been dealing with a hamstring issue I think this entire season. Yeah. And then it's really been nagging at him since like week 4 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Kevin King is supposed to be back and I think the I think game plan defensively is to do what they've been kind of, or at least game game plan for the secondary. The plan is to just do what they've been doing. You know, Josh Jackson has really, really, he's really stepped up on that team. Uh, we, you know, we're going to be looking for Darnell Savage, continue making his like <laughs> yeah. progress. And you know, th- that dude's going, I've, mm-hmm. I'm really high on Darnell Savage. I think he's going to be an all pro one day. Um, but I, I just think he needs that time to develop and really get there. Uh, I think this is really going to come down to, I I feel like I I feel like I I say this every week, but for the Packers, I feel like it comes down to the run game. And if they can stop James Robinson, he's been on, he's been on fire. Mm -hmm. Literally. Uh, If Jay Gruden, wasn't so like committed to like the passing game and exploring that. I think he should be pounding the ball every single play, just because James, he's a beast. He can James do a
1: it. if I feel like if you asked them, hundred percent. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. So but. I think it's going to come down to stopping the run. Jake Luton, he's a rookie quarterback. So I think the Packers, yeah, from OSU, exactly. Yeah, Beavers uh, Yeah. So I think the Packers are going to have that advantage of going against rookie quarterback uh, on defensively. You know, someone who's not going to have those like checks and audibles that might. Uh, that they might necessarily have uh you know playing someone like Matt Ryan or you know Drew Brees or someone like or Tom Brady right so i think this is going to be i'm picking the packers on this one i'm picking uh i'm going to go 38 24
1: okay yeah that's a fair i can see i can definitely see the jags putting up some numbers but i mean if the pass rush can get the loot and just like cuz remember I'm going to use this example all season. Like remember the dolphins getting to Gardner Minshew. They just check it down to Robinson all game. That's not going to work. You're going to have to push the ball down the field eventually.
0: You know eventually. I mean? Yeah.
1: But yeah, I definitely, I think I, I think I'm going to go with, I want to go with the Packers so freaking bad, dude, but I honestly think that Ludi, Ludi looked really good in his <laughs> debut. Ludi looked good in his <laughs> debut, dude. He's underrated. Especially like at Oregon he State has he one a- game
2: under his belt, man.
1: Yeah, I know, but I mean, if I get their defense is kind of trash though, dude.
2: Yeah, we're ranked 31st, I think. We're, no, okay, the, Jag, so- the Jags defense. Oh, okay. Well, the Packers are ranked 31st against the run. So,
1: Whew. yeah. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Packers on this in a close one, like, like 30, 31 27, I think. Jonah, who do you think is going to take this dub, bro? Um,
0: well, as much as I would love to pick Jake Luden in his second NFL start, I just think the Packers are the much better team. So I'll go Green Bay, 34 21. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Your... <laughs> I don't know. This
2: is I don't know if I should be like hyped about that or what, but I feel like if the Packers aren't, if this game becomes like kind of contested. I think I'm gonna be disappointed. I'm gonna be really, really disappointed. And if we lose, I
1: mean, they've got weapons. DJ Chark can stretch the field like a madman. Yeah, but I don't know. I think
2: I don't know. If we lose, then that's that's gonna suck. But
1: I mean, who's how close? What's the Vikings there? You're pretty. It's almost like a one man race there. I mean, actually, the uh, the Bears Bears are there kind of record wise, but they're definitely slowing down for sure. Well, it's because yeah, it's their offense that's trash. So, <laughs> dude, there was a one meme of like a, the Chicago Bears like with the hat in the O was off, uh-huh. and they're like, <laughs> "This is like representative of like the entire Chicago Bears team because their offense literally cannot score points."
2: Oh, 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 oh! I think Kamal Martin is. I think he's back from the COVID list, but he's kind of nice though. I've seen him. I've seen him. You know, tackle a couple. Uh, Kamal Martin, uh, yeah. he's he's only played like one game and it was against the Vikings and we absolutely got destroyed. But that second, that second, like if you don't count that second half, that first half, like he was kind of nice though. Like he was everywhere. He was pretty much everywhere on the field. Like it was, it was crazy. So I think I, I'm definitely going to be excited to see how he develops in the upcoming, you know, couple games, most likely a couple of years, I
1: think, but he's kind of nice. What position does he play? Uh, he's a middle linebacker. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, one thing that I was that speaking of middle linebacker, I honestly think that getting obviously this is a topic we talk about every week, but if they somehow, if the Niners somehow trade away Jimmy Ward, I mean Jimmy Garoppolo, I think that they can use that money, that money will go to Fred Warner. I think that'd be a good investment. Because you're gonna have to pay him eventually. I don't want him locked up for a long time. I don't want him going anywhere. Cause against the Packers, it literally looked like he was the only one that gave a crap that game or tried. <laughs> he was all over the field. And I mean, I mean, yeah, if you're
2: thinking of it like for this for this season, I'd say yeah, Fred Warner's definitely earned it, but I, I still think like you're gonna be I, I think the not if the Niners are gonna spend their money towards anything it's gonna be on their pass rushers. You know what I mean?
1: Dude, watching Defoe actually do things against like the Titans was painful for me because <laughs> Eric Armstead does absolutely zero things. <laughs> And Javon Kinlaw's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's decent. He gets pressures, but I mean, besides that, we only have Kerry Harder and Nick, without Nick Bosa, man, it's a—it's gonna—it's yeah. a long. There, we've had like. But you this,
2: know, Nick Bosa is gonna be commanding a lot of money down the line.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. He's gonna. Yeah. We're gonna have to lock him up for a while. Yeah. But yeah, do you see any potential landing spots like for JJ?
2: No, I, th- I dude, I just can't see that guy being anywhere outside of the texans to be honest yeah i just don't see it happening but
1: he was pretty mad in his press car like he was adamant about the fact that he does not want to go through another rebuild yeah i
2: don't know i keep seeing the packers name thrown up there and i think i think honestly any talented player that like i could see it has some sort of kind of issue i feel like the packers name just automatically gets thrown out there i don't think the packers (laughs) any defensive
1: help is the packers is just like an immediate
2: yeah, <laughs> uh, they're, 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 they were talking about like Quentin Williams of the Jets. He, okay. He's like a sophomore player. I don't know, junior player. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But Williams, they were talking about him and like the Jets were possibly looking to trade him. And then like I saw like, five, like going through my feed, I saw like five different posts about the Packers being interested in Quentin Williams. And I was just like, oh, my God. I mean, like I wouldn't pass it up, but I mean, he's a good player. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a solid player.
1: Yeah, but. he's really good. Him and Leonard Williams. I like Leonard Williams a lot, too. Yeah. He wreaks havoc, dude. Dude, this... That's a... Okay. So, the that we went that we went through that, so we all agreed that the Packers might win a close one, but you'll be depressed if it's close. Yeah.
2: I, I think it should be 38-24. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, but, so... Uh, that, I, I'm going to be
2: really sad if it's a close one. Another
1: <laughs> another five p- touchdown pass game for Aaron oh is that is that jared's uh
2: bold prediction for the week
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know four touchdown passes for sure yeah um then next game that really i have to talk about dude eagles and giants i think this can be a barn burner bro jonah what are your thoughts on the eagles versus giants you know how i feel about daniel dimes my guy yeah
0: and i picked daniel last week and it paid off so it seems like if there was ever a time when the Giants were like putting together a good stretch of games, I feel like now is it. So I'm going to, I'm going to trust the hot hand and I'm going to pick New York again this week.
1: Let's freaking yeah, go. 28
0: Let's 28 go. Twenty-one.
1: Okay. I like okay. it. Okay. I like
2: it. That's a, that's an NFC East game right there.
1: No, it is for sure. NFC East games, whenever I, it's either like 21, 28 or it's like 17, 24. That's what I think of. Yeah. Every yeah. time and most of the points are scored in the fourth quarter, <laughs> but bro, I'm telling the you,
2: the entire rest of, they got to wait for the defenses to kind of like lay off a little bit, you know, be so tired.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's when their offense gets their own. That's when their offense starts clicking. Yeah. What do you, what do you, who do you think going to come out with this? Cause I got, I've got a few things to say about the giants. This is my, this is my second favorite team in the NFL.
2: Dude, I was look, so I was looking at this, uh, you know, in terms of like playoffs, I, you know, I, or I talked to you about like doing or doing like playoff predictions type thing. Mm-hmm. But the Giants are a team that I see making the playoffs. What if like, I they are literally clicking at the right time, and the Eagles are sucking more than they have ever sucked? All right, I, the Cowboys suck. The Washington football still has no name. Over,
1: they have the dub over the Washington. Yeah, so they I, just beat them. I
2: think the I think it's very realistic for the Giants to actually make the playoffs this year. And Fox. you know, I say that I say it with like a you know, if like I had to put money on it, like I would I would be fairly confident in a bet if to make or I'd be
1: fairly confident in a bet on the Giants making a playoff.
0: To be honest hey, with you,
1: hear like, me out with this. I mean, did they did they look bad against the Bucks? No. How were they one or two picks away from maybe winning that game? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, they were. If Daniel if Daniel Jones, if Daniel Jones decides to just throw the ball out of bounds and they give him a little treat on the sideline when he does, like just live to play another <laughs> down, bro. Like if he just makes good decisions, this is a baller football team. But I mean, I think I think Golden Tate is a little dinged up, um, but Sterling Shepard he is always a little dinged up because he had turf toe, um, and Darius Slayton, bro, and Evan Ingram, and I'm loving the play they're getting out of Wayne Gallman, for sure. And Devontae Freeman, I think he's I think he's out. He's still banged up or or he's questionable, um, but. Logan Ryan, Jabril Peppers, Blake Martinez is the the commander, like he's the heart of that defense. I'm so sad
2: that the Packers let him go. Like he was scapegoated. I've already said this, but yeah, he was like blamed for a lot of the Packers' defensive struggles when he shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I still blame it on Mike Pettin. I, f- I feel like a lot of other Packers fans out there still blame it on Mike Pettin. But it's like Blake Martinez was so good for us. And to see him like absolutely dominate with the giants. Like I'm, I'm honestly so happy for him. Like, it's so good to he's see a him grinder. Just, yeah. He's Cause like we, guy,
1: you want him on your team. Like exactly. Up, exactly. He, he's, he's just so you can just tell, like he just loves, he, he's a middle linebacker. When you think of middle linebacker, you think of like a guy like Blake Martinez, bro. He's a beast. And I just really think, I think you make a super good point. Like they could easily make the playoffs. And I, and I think if, they well, do get, if I think if they do get there, they're not going to be an easy team to stomp through. It's all up to Danny Dimes. If Danny Dimes can consistently because um Jason Garrett, he was he was writing up some good plays, and he all and Danny Dimes was missing just deep those down the field, and they were one or two plays from making that Bucks game a completely different game. Like, I don't know. I think that they're a good football team, and you add Saquon in there next year, like shoot. Yeah, I know. Um,
2: so I'm just going off their schedule right here, right? So it's looking they got the, promising too. Yeah, they got the Eagles this year, or not this year, this week. Then they got, then they're on a bye, right? Mm-hmm. And with the bye week, things could definitely shake up in the NFC East because, well, it's the NFC East, right? Then they come back, they go at Cincinnati, they go at Seattle, then they then they're against Arizona, they're against the Browns, then they're at Baltimore. And then they're, yeah. So at Baltimore and then they're against the doubt against the Cowboys. Right. So out of that, I think they're only going to be favored in that game against Dallas. I I think, I think the Cincinnati game is going to be close, but I think out of all those other games, they're they're all winnable. They're all winnable games, but they're only going to be favored in one of them. But I don't know what it is, but the way I saw them play against the Bucks, right? The way seeing. I saw, the way I saw them play against the Washington football team, uh, against you know WFT, and I, like I 100 agree with you. Like they are like Danny Danny Dimes is literally like one or two like fixes in terms of like from the a mistake. Elite. Yeah, if a well, not from elite. I'm not, I'm not going that far, bro. He, <laughs> but I'm just elite. saying that okay. if he made a like a couple, you know, a few you know, some like less mistakes, like a a few less missed throws or just like less interceptions overall, or, you know, took care of the ball better
1: Yeah, for, you know, like
2: those types of things where it's like, okay, that's going to come. But the question is whether or not it could come after, you know, whether or not it could come after a bye week. And I could totally see them. I could totally see it happening. I think, I think after the Eagles game, Jason Garrett, on the bye week is going to take a long look at all that film with Danny Jones and Danny Jones is going to actually like, he's going to come back and he's going to have a, a way better handle of that offense and a way better handle of just what he should be doing as a QB in terms of managing the, managing the, uh, managing the ball, you know, yeah. taking control of it, taking, uh, taking care of it.
1: Yeah, for so. sure, dude. He, um, I think aren't the Eagles coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. Are they getting I miles so. Sanders back? Mm, uh,
2: mm, let me double check
1: I don't know but I'm really digging this Giants football team I think they're going to be here they're going to be here to stay like I think that they're going to become
2: uh yeah Miles Sanders they they're on track to get Miles Sanders back as well as Alshon Jeffrey
1: that's a big one but I I trust I have trust in the new York team. I mean
2: like so the Giants are bottom of the division they're two and seven the Eagles are at the top of their division at three four and one that's only like they're that's only a difference of a couple games. They get the win. They get the win this week against the Eagles and then everything else can basically just fall together because I think because the Eagles have to go against, they, they also have to run the table Mm -hmm. uh, in order to, well, I mean, they're already pretty much in the playoffs, but uh, they have to run the table because they go against Seattle, green Bay, and then new Orleans back to back to back.
0: That's
1: tough.
2: Yeah, that's tough. So uh, it's definitely possible for the giants.
1: But I like it. Do you, so you're going you to go with the Giants this week? I'm
2: going to go with the Giants this week. Even with the Eagles uh, coming off the bye? Even with the Eagles coming off the bye and even with the Eagles uh, healthier. Uh, I'm going to pick the Giants and I think the game's going to be super tight. I think it's going to be uh, 24-21. Mm-hmm.
1: I think they played Thursday night football earlier in the year and it was a good game. Yeah. It was when Carson did that touchdown pass to Boston, Boston Scott at the end of the game. But dude, Sterling Shepard, he's like their um, gadget guy. I feel Mm -hmm. like in order to succeed in the NFL, you've got to have one of those guys like Curtis Samuels, that guy for the um, Panthers. And then you've got like, obviously Debo is that guy for the Niners and a guy like Sterling Shepard that you can just throw screen passes to and allow them to make plays on their own. That's super helpful, especially with a quarterback that can sometimes struggle to get into a rhythm like Danny Dimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah,
2: I think a less complicated, offensive scheme might do Danny dimes better. I, I, I- well, I don't know. I, I definitely feel like I, I mean Bruce Arians kind of came out and said this already, uh, but it, you know he's trying to do too much out there. Right. I feel like I feel like that's what it is. You know, Danny. You know, Daniel Jones looks around the locker room and he sees a bunch of a bunch of guys banged up. You know, whatever. You know, and he wants to win. Like he wants that more than, And you see it on the field, right? Right. You the way he. You know the way he carries himself, the way he you know handles himself, even when they're down by like twelve or 15, 20, 30 points, whatever the way he carries himself. It's like, you know, he wants to win. And so I I just think that they just got to get through that concept of like, you don't have to get all the points, all the yards, you know, all the completions, whatever, in one drive, in one pass, it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's a culmination of a lot of things, right? (laughs) It's a buildup over time. And then, you know, and then Big you finally get come. it. And I
1: think, I think, huh? Big plays will come.
2: Big plays will come. Yeah. And so I think once that like gets across, uh, then he'll start, he'll start playing well. Really
1: the thing well. is the thing with me, like with him that keeps me hooked is he'll make a bad, like mistake or he'll have a bad drive, but then he'll come back and then just be like right on point. And yeah, exactly. like, like he, if you can be what, that guy like 70 ish percent of the time, 80, like you're going to be solid. Yeah. Like, you know, uh,
2: what I think, you know, is is like to his benefit compared to a lot of elite quarterbacks in the league right now. Right. Drew's or Drew Brees, <laughs> uh, Tom Brady, you know, Matt Ryan, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, all like one thousand percent Aaron Rodgers. But. You know, all those guys, like, they go out there, they make a bad play. You know, like, when they come back out on the field, you know, defensive stop, whatever, that play, that last play is still in their head.
1: Oh, you think so?
2: Oh, yeah. It's still in their head. It's still – like, you see it with Tom Brady. Tom Brady against the Saints on uh, Sunday. Like, he made a couple bad plays, you know, in the beginning. He had an interception. And then the rest of the game, his tone, his attitude, the way he interacted with not only his own teammates, but, you know, with the coaches – you know, like all that, like all that built up, like you could tell that that was still festering in his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, to his credit, you know, I've seen it happens to Drew Brees. Uh, it, you know, Aaron Rodgers, if he throws more than one pick in a game, he's pretty considering him out for the game. Because he's not
1: accustomed.
2: Yeah, it's not, he's not accustomed to it and it still festers in his head. And he can't get over it. Right. You know, I, Matt, it happens to Matt Ryan too. And it's Mm -hmm. like, so a lot of those quarterbacks, like, you know, they make a couple mistakes, you know, they're not used to making those mistakes. So when they make those couple, you know, when they make those mistakes, they're like, they're kind of out of the game. You know, they, they've kind of mentally checked out until like something happens or something like that. And then they can finally like, okay, wait, yeah, let's get over it. Something, you know, maybe halftime break and then come back, you know, Mm -hmm. mentally reset a little bit, something like that. But Daniel Jones, like that dude, I mean, like you see his interceptions, you see his turnover, you know, his other turnovers, and it's like that guy he comes back out the next play and he or ne- the next time he's back on the field and he's fighting, you know, like right. he doesn't let it fester. He's like, "All right, move on. Let's get this done." Right.
1: Yeah. So I agree. It's to his benefit. Yeah. Speaking of New York, um just kind of switch topics a little bit. Isn't NFL, but what would you think about Russell Westbrook being a New York Nick? I, I
2: I I don't think he I don't think he would I don't think New York would do well for him. I think the market there because he's a guy that needs the ball in his hands and I think his one year stint with the Rockets has kind of proved that he's a he's he's kind of he's not as effective without the ball in his hands. He can't be that off guy, you know. Um so you know, I think for you know in the intermediate, if you know, if the Rockets are just trying to salary dump, sure, but I don't think I don't think it'd be effective. I don't think he would gel well in New York. Uh, they've got a lot of young talents, so I feel like it would just be him with the Thunder. You know, like part two. You know, when when he was by himself with Thunder and they just had a bunch of young talent, Stephen Adams, and then I forgot who the other guy was, but you know those those guys were like the you know older people in the locker room. So I I don't know. I just don't think one thing that I did see is that a lot of reports are coming out that the Clippers and the Rockets are discussing a straight up, not straight up, but a trade for Paul George, Paul George for Russell Westbrook, like just flipping that flipping them to apparently Robert Covington and, uh, Pat Beverly and a couple other people are also potentially going to be involved in that trade. So,
1: you know about that, Jonah?
0: Uh, no, I don't think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I just read it off,
2: you know, just going, just scrolling through Instagram. So, I don't know. I think if they're, I mean, like the Clippers have been wanting a point guard, they've been like, they've been wanting someone to kind of carry. When, you know, like Kawhi or like Paul George kind of stepped off court. They thought they kind of had that with Lou Wills. And I still think they do. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. if that goes through.
1: Facts. Um, okay. So do you have another, do you have a game that interests you you want to talk about? I highlighted Bucks, Panthers, Bills, Cardinals, uh, Bengals, Steelers. And also we're going to have to talk about the Niners Saints. Because that's an interesting one. Which one? Do you care? I don't care. It's all, all right. good um we'll go let's just go let's go is Tom Brady gonna bounce back bro obviously I think he is but it's gonna be a really tough magic what are your thoughts
2: I 100% he's gonna bounce
1: back I mean the Panthers like they put
2: up a like, good fight against the Chiefs Dude. and I mean like was it like looking at that game like you think it was just because like you know they were kind of in different divisions, just kind of different play style. But I mean, I think ultimately, like, I think, well, uh, Matt rule, I think Matt rule just kind of like inspired me, You know, a lot of people were kind of already giving, you know, like the Panthers, like an out, like the worst team they're expected to lose. And I think Matt rule just kind of was like, yeah, everyone's saying that, but if you don't believe it, or if you believe it, you know, get out of my locker room. He you know, he was in, he was at that mentality, right? Where he was like, "Hey, if you don't believe we have a shot to win this game, get out of here. I don't want yeah. you in here." Yeah. And I think that just carried over. And uh I've
1: got I don't too many know, weapons man. to not compete though.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah, even in spite of that, you know, they were getting Christian McCaffrey back and still people were saying like, "Oh no, bro. This is going to be a blowout," right? I, a lot of people were saying that.
1: Hey, I feel like that's how um to talk about Thursday night football for a second, I feel like a lot of people um kinda not scapegoat, but I feel like people are too quick to judge the Colts based off who's playing starting quarterback for them. Like the Sheridan says it almost every single week he doesn't think Philip Revers is the guy, but I mean, time and time again, I mean, they play good and they put up points and they put up a lot of yards. And they have a okay, decently but deep, they have a decently deep backfield when Marlon Mack's back, Jonathan Taylor, and then uh Wilkins Naheem and Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines, bro. Yeah, he's kind of a stud. Yeah, he I is. mean, when everybody's healthy, they're gonna have a deep running back room. I think
2: so. I mean, how much of that, how much of the Colts Titans game can you attribute to Phillip Rivers and you know, like the offensive, you know, the offense that they have. Or uh, do you attribute that to a special teams victory? I mean, like they had two, blot- right, they, they yeah, had yeah, yeah, two botched, was... two botched punts, you know, both of them were covered mm-hmm. you know, and they were, they were pretty much like right out the goal line for the Colts to capitalize on that. Like that's, that's phenomenal, especially against a team like the Titans. It's like, that's, those are the opportunities you absolutely need to get, you know, you, those are the opportunities that you absolutely need to score on because yeah. if you don't, then the you know the Titans at that point. I think we're in the lead. You know by like three or something like that. And at that point, you know the Titans' game is to run up the lead and then just run the game out, right? So
1: yeah, because those the are the <laughs> Derrick Henry not even really in the game when they're trying to get in the uh, get back in. You know.
2: Yeah. Exactly. I mean. You, like you want Ryan Tannehill to throw less than like 20 times a game mm-hmm. in order to like win or something like that. I forgot what the stat was, but, I, know, but basically, I like the
1: Colts. That's all I'm trying to say. Colts are kind of good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the Colts. Darius I thought, I, I thought the game good. against the Ravens was, uh, was a lot closer than I think the box score kind of says. I think they, I think the Ravens scored like
1: almost they had a defense touchdown too.
2: Yeah, they had defensive touchdown, but I think it was a really tight game until like nine minutes left in the fourth when then and then and when the Ravens just kind of took over on yeah. a couple missed calls, That's something true. like that. Yeah. So, so I think so, the Colts
1: can definitely compete. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Joe, who's taking the Bucs-Panthers game, bro?
0: I'll go with the Buccaneers. As glad as I am to see uh, Christian McCaffrey back on the field. I think Tampa Bay wins here. He's I think McCaffrey's again, out bro. this game,
1: yeah. Yeah, Mike. He hurt his shoulder. He's gonna be out for one week, I think. He's out again, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah so, they were saying possibly longer, too. Yeah, but he got a and, second opinion. He was and like, and oh, Jeremy yeah. Chin's questionable. Oh, that sucks. So I'll go Tampa Bay 35 11. I don't really think it'll be close. Oh, okay, okay, Ooh, wow. Jonah. All right, interesting, all right, interesting, 35
1: interesting. 11. Okay, right. I'm interested to see what Dars, what do you think the score is gonna be?
2: So I'm also gonna go Bucks. I'm gonna go 24-28. I think it's gonna be a closer game because it's a divisional game. Um, even if even if they don't have McCaffrey, I think Mike Davis uh, dude, uh, the Bucks run game is pretty good or Bucks run defense is pretty good. But I think if they if they continue to utilize Mike Davis how they were utilizing him prior to Christian McCaffrey's return, I think this is gonna be a lot closer game, especially if Robbie Anderson is fully healthy.
1: I think that the Panthers are going to take this dub. Oh, all right, all right. I just like too many of their offensive weapons. I Any mean, Mike Davis? I mean, how much of a drop off is that? Not a lot. You know what I mean? Dependable. Obviously, it's a lot. Of sense. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I kind of take back what I said there. Oh, okay, I mean, all right, all right. <laughs> I, t- I take back what I said there a little bit, but I mean, Mike Davis, he's not bad. He's not a bad running back. Not, good, right. not a CMC though. <laughs> how
2: would, bro, I can't believe that actually. Oh man, that's going to be clipped.
1: Yeah. <laughs> how much of a drop off is that? A lot. <laughs> it's actually oh, a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Panthers on this. Too many good weapons, man. Um, and the Bucks, who knows how they're going to react? They're supposed to be one of the best teams in the n f c and they didn't score a single touchdown that's gotta that's gotta be a tough pill to swallow, especially for the goat,
2: yeah, straight up they have that they have so they like, have so many pieces on offense and they didn't score a single touchdown against the saints,
1: yeah I don't know the Bears put up like twenty four against the Saints almost one, yeah, and they have the worst offense in the league <laughs> they've got Nick foles uh,
2: well yeah yeah, Nick Foles, <laughs> but they've got the worst offense in the
1: league. I know,
2: but I, know. I mean, like the Bears did beat the Bucks, so
1: they did, huh? Yeah, yeah. Interesting, more interesante. Yeah, that's true. Facts, dude. This whole entire season is just like a clusterfuck. Like it's so weird, it's so weird. I saw a full picture, a full um, circle of the NFC. Like everybody's beat. Like everybody, like if you oh, know really. You beat- there's like teams that have beat other teams that have like beat everybody else. It's so weird. It's an odd thing.
2: that's crazy. Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, now another interesting game: Bills Cardinals. They, this 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 game could run up the. Yo, schedule. talk about a game. Talk about a game Wait. that. What? Um, key injuries. Micah Hyde questionable. Tredavious White is playing, which is massive to match up with DeAndre, and also um. Ooh, cards Buda Baker questionable don't know Kenyon Drake game time decision most likely. So I don't yeah. know if those play a factor in who you're going to pick, but no, but talk about a
2: game from last week that I think shocked a lot of people with the bills completely blowing out obliterating. This, uh, the, yeah. Completely obliterating the Seahawks and the Seahawks like started to score points in like the fourth quarter in garbage time. So mm-hmm. it was just like, wow. Like right. I don't think I, I think everyone was expecting a close game, and then right. you know like the Bills just came out there and just you know destroyed them, just completely blew them out of the water. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm I'm gonna ride with the Bills on this one. I think I don't uh I think Kyler Murray is basically baby Russ, and I think the schemes, <laughs> yeah is Russ
1: 2.0. Yeah,
2: I think the schemes. I think the yeah. It's very I interesting. Bills, I think the Bills match up very well de- uh, defensively.
1: I'm I, well, I'm I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna um be straight up honest and be and say that I'm genuinely surprised that the Bills had that type of performance. Yeah, because they they had a tough outing against the Jets, correct? Yeah, and they they obviously lost. Divisional to- matchup, by the way. Yeah, they obviously lost to. I, dude, I got to put that on a shirt, bro. And um, they obviously lost to, uh, the Chiefs. And they weren't looking too sexy, but um, you know, they really they kind of changed my mind. And Josh Allen,
2: stud. So, okay, like if you had to rank up your Super Bowl contenders based off that game, where would you where would you guys put the Bills? Like, hundred percent Super Bowl contender, or if, like if they put on like the that?
1: What do you What do you mean, like top three, top five? Top three, top five. Yeah, I'm going top. How
2: many teams in the AFC would you put above the ch- Bills, realistically?
1: Ravens, Chiefs. Ravens, Chiefs. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't think the Titans are the same team. Jonah?
0: I would probably only put the Chiefs.
1: You think that they can get past the Ravens yeah, with that defense? I'm with, I'm with Jonah. I'm with Jonah. The, uh, the way the Ravens have been playing this year. But the Ravens' defense is, my, is the thing. Yeah, the Ravens' defense is fine. But oh, wait, like, shoot. They can't ta- put what, you, point, what am I talking about? I'm talking uh, – I'm going top. I don't think – shoot, do this hot take, bro. Yeah, I think Bills, I think Bills, Bills, are, Bills Steelers. are two. Bills are think, Steelers,
2: though. Nah, nah. I go Bills two, Chiefs one.
1: Okay, you're going Chiefs, Bills – Ravens See, or
2: Steelers? I'm I'm gonna go Steelers and then the
1: Ravens. Mm, interesting. I think primetime Steelers Ravens. I think uh I think Lamar's gonna get the better of them. I don't know. That's a, That's interesting, right there, because there's a lot of good. There's lots of good AFC teams, but it depends if the Bills like they played in the past prior to that Seahawks game. I don't know if I'm ranking them that high. That's the thing. I thought they're on their way out. I thought the Niners I'm like, man, maybe the Bills not be might, they might not be as hard of a matchup as I think or I thought they were going to be, but after that Seahawks game kind of changed my mind. But yeah, I definitely I don't I don't know. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I think I don't know how 100% I'm sold on the Steelers, but they played well against uh Lamar but also then again Lamar he gives teams opportunities you know what I mean just with poor decision making but yeah I'm definitely gonna go with the bills on this one and then Jonah did you say who you're gonna pick
0: no I think I'll go with the bills as well just Mm -hmm. because of like what Darsh was saying a lot of similarities after they disposed of the Seahawks last week another um NFC West team another mobile quarterback I just think They've they've got the formula down. Facts.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think this is going to be I, like a 35-42 kind of game. Did Micah Hyde play against the Seahawks? I don't know. But,
2: but yet again, another uh, former Packer defensive player that's just absolutely shining somewhere
1: else. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. I was so sad when I saw Tredavious White leave the game with the injury. I was like, that's massive. But I'm happy to see he's back. Because he's yeah, one of the yeah. best cornerbacks in the game, obviously. 100%. But yeah, okay, so Chargers-Dolphins. Jonah, you want to start us off with the Chargers-Dolphins? Are you going to go with uh, your boy Justin, or are you going to go with your favorite NFL team?
0: I'm going to go with my favorite NFL team over my favorite NFL quarterback because as much as I love Justin Herbert, there are very few quarterbacks in the NFL that I've been able to figure out Miami's defense. And I don't think Justin's <laughs> going to be the next one. So, I think all right. That, all right. I think Justin shreds them. Miami 21 to 10. All right. Oh,
1: interesting. Okay. You're only okay. giving Herbie one touchdown?
0: Only one. Yeah. Wow.
2: Darsh? I think this game rides a little bit differently for two on the Dolphins. I'm rocking with the Chargers on this one just because, oh, dude, it's so heartbreaking because they play so well and then they yeah. lose right at the last minute.
1: Well, they but I think this so time, um,
2: you, know, you know, fortune favors the other way or goes in their favor. And Fortune I'm, I'm goes the, f- the
1: other way once again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm picking the Chargers on this one. I think All it's right. definitely going to be a tight game, though. I think it's going to be 30 27. Facts, dude. You know, Justin Herbert's I'm been going playing really though.
1: well. I'm going with the Jonah's going dolphins and we're both going Chargers, bro. I, I think that they've just got to get a dub eventually. You they do. I mean? <laughs> you know what they've I mean? It's gotten- so embarrassing. Yeah, I think I think I read a stat that they've had like 16 plus point leads in their like all of their games. that Justin Herbert's been a um a starter and they've lost like all of them. For the most part, I forgot
2: what their I forgot what the point differential was for all their losses. I think it was like they've got to be plus. It's it's uh I think it's like nineteen or something like that. So out of all their losses, they've only lost by a total of nineteen points. And I think uh, I think the Jets have lost multiple games by more than nineteen or something. I think that was a stat. I I don't remember off the top of my head,
1: but dang, yeah, dude, I don't know. All right, potential trap game. Taking the O from the Steelers. I think Joe Burrow could potentially destroy that. Take that zero away from the Steelers, dude. I don't know. What do you think? Jonah? (laughs) Anybody, anybody, anybody at all.
0: okay. Okay, I'll go. I disagree. I think the Steelers are going to be able to hold off the Bengals this week. Although I do think Joe Burrow can get the ball in the end zone a few times Also, 35,
1: <laughs> 24. Oh, that's a good, that's actually a good score. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't really know how good the Bengals defense is, huh? But
2: yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm just looking it up. looks like the Bengals are going to be without Gino Atkins. Yeah. Uh, Darius Phillips and LaShawn Sims. I don't know who LaShawn Sims is or <laughs> Darius Phillips, but I know Gino Atkins and different. Team. I just think, ah, I'm riding high on the Bengals, honestly. On this one, I'm I'm buying high into them, or I'm buying low into them. I don't know, but basically, I'm all in on this, on the Bengals against the Steelers. I just don't think the Steelers. Well, I just don't think the Steelers are quite the team that we thought that we think that they are because they barely won against the Eagles, and we know how bad the Eagles are, and they barely won against the Broncos, and. They needed some, you know, late game heroics and a couple of turnovers in order to take down da- take <laughs> take down the Cowboys. And they have a worse quarterback situation than any other team in the league. So I'm picking the I'm picking the Bengals on this one.
1: Facts. And I think um
2: my yeah. bold prediction for this week is gonna be Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow easily easily goes a uh, three fifty plus, five touchdowns.
1: Dang, yeah, that's a boldy right there. Five tuddies. Dang, yeah, they've got weapons though.
2: Yeah, they do. T Higgins is finally coming on. Yeah. T Higgins is finally coming on. AJ Green is finally turning around,
1: and Don't I they think have, like, Tyler Auden Boyd Tate or something. Huh? Yeah, they have. They have Boyd. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Yeah, but, dude. Uh,
2: I think Joe Mixon might be out though.
1: That's kind of tough, but I mean. They're probably going to be putting the ball in the air anyway. Dude, yep. Joe Burrow's a freaking stud.
2: I think he. I think he threw. I think his average is forty throws a game, forty attempts Man. per game.
1: Yeah, dude, uh, Jared Goff was an interesting guy. I was thinking about starting him in fantasy because of the poor, the porous Seahawks secondary, and the fact that they throw the ball a crap ton. Because they, how many times did he throw it? I want to say he threw the ball. Jared Goff threw the ball a crap ton against the Dolphins. Why well, do I want to say it's like upwards of Well, like,
2: he threw like four maybe? picks in like the first half or something like that?
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude, but wait, where is it? Um what week was that? When they played. I don't I don't I don't know. Doesn't really matter, but yeah, I I was thinking about going Jared Goff, but I don't know. I'm just gonna stick with Daniel Dimes, dude, (laughs) because he actually kind of shredded the Eagles' offense. I mean defense uh, last time they played, but yeah, I don't know. I think the Bengals—they're another really good football team that I think is gonna. I think these teams. It's really odd. Like once teams get their get their guy, it's crazy how much they improve. You know what I mean? Once you get your franchise guy, because I definitely think this is going to be one of the better quarterback classes that we're going to see in a while. I don't know, because we obviously had
0: this this, this, this,
1: this, yeah, this last one, because yeah, it's 100%. crazy how much better guys are or how much better teams are once they finally get their guy. Yeah, I don't know. It's
2: well, I, I just think it was so I mean, like you see how good Justin Herbert plays and then to think that the Chargers were like. Chargers to start the season were like, yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna roll with Ty God. And I mean, like, you know, Tyrod Taylor, he's he's a good
1: player, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, facts.
2: You know, he could he could hop. He's the, in and most, pinch he's the and, unluckiest you know,
1: player in the league.
2: 100 percent. But I just think that the way that Justin Herbert has been playing, I just think it's hard to think that any other quarterback, any other rookie quarterback, could be playing better than him. So. But I'm still rolling with Joe Burrow against the Steelers. Yeah. So
1: we're taking a gamble there. <laughs> Especially with that defense. Of the but yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick, man. Yeah. Hawks Rams, dude.
2: I'm gonna roll with I'm gonna roll with the Hawks on this one. Uh Russell Why? Wilson got absolutely embarrassed. Embarrassed by the Bills.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, even though, even though the Seahawks pass rush actually got to Josh Allen more than Russell. I just think that he's going to come out, you know, absolutely just cooking. So I think, I, I think this is a let Ruth cook. <laughs> I can't believe he trademarked that. Yeah. I was like, out of all the things that, like, you know, he could like trademark, I, that was like one of the last things that I would think that he would actually do because it was just kind of thrown together. Kind of, I don't know. It felt like a kind of like a, just like a jab you know a <laughs> bit, you know what i mean it was just like yeah let, let him cook yeah just throwing together whatever
0: <laughs> jonah i'm gonna go with los angeles and the- i do yeah. think
1: yeah same be- i'm going with the Rams.
0: 34 to 30
1: okay okay that's a good game i like that dude i think that that's completely possible i am i don't know like the Seahawks, they've got a ton of weapons, but their freaking defense is trash. They yeah. played good against the Niners. I'll give them that much. But um, <laughs> why can't they show up? Why do they? I don't know. It, it's its something special, though. When the Seahawks play the Niners, they turn it up in level. And the Niners seem to turn it down a level. <laughs> and then the Seahawks turn it up. I don't know. Interesting. But, yeah. And then so um, a few or er, let's see here. We'll go with a couple of potential blowout games here. Um 49ers Saints.
2: Which way which way is this game blowing
1: out, Kellen? Ah, uh, you know, <laughs> you, usually I would tell you that the 49ers we're gonna have a three like score, have at least a three touchdown, like I don't know, but I think I could definitely see the Niners losing this like <laughs> 42 to 20 or 17. Is so dude. sad. This is I know. so sad to hear. But I have faith. I definitely, I'm going, I'm going with the Niners, dude. I, I can't not go against, go against the 49ers. That will never happen in my lifetime. Because I, in my opinion, they're going to go 16-0 every single season. But I just don't know. I think we're going to be really good after our bye after this week. When we get, we're going to have Debo back. We're going to have Raheem back. And then Isn't
2: Debo back this week.
1: No, oh. He probably could be, but things weren't looking promising and there's no reason to risk it, but we're going to have Richie James. We're going to have Brandon. IU. we're going to have Jarek McKinnon. We brought up all, we signed Austin Walter, who actually seems promising. I think he went to rice. Uh, pretty decent. He's really fast return kicks. I was like my, uh, he really caught my attention on like one kickoff return because um, he he seems like a really tough runner. And then Jamichael Hastie will probably get um, carries as well. But I think that – and then Tevin Coleman's obviously hurt again, dude. Tevin, Coleman's, Tevin Coleman this season is like our D4. D4 is always probably, injured. Bro,
2: he's like your worst signing.
1: I mean, Tevin Coleman, he popped off against the Carolina Panthers last year, though. Remember, he had like three touchdowns. But, dude, I'm going to have to go with San Francisco 49ers. We're gonna pull out a dub here. It's either, gonna be, a, it's either gonna be a close dub, like <laughs> one, one one point win, or it's gonna be a three score blowout for the Saints, dude. I don't know. I don't know.
2: I feel like I feel like Robert Sala has. The Saints kind of like locked in. It doesn't matter how many times they have Taysom Hill line up in like six different positions. I think Robert Sala kind of has the Saints offense figured out, and I think it's going to be a lot tighter every game. But I'm still rolling with the Saints. Um, I think the did you just flip
1: me off? No, <laughs> no, I had a cram in my finger. How like? Ah. <laughs>
2: uh yeah no i'm rolling with the saints on this one it's all gonna right. be i'm gonna go 31 24 all right
1: yeah hopefully tarver hopefully the best um defensive back in our uh on our team actually touches the field this game that'd be phenomenal Bryce right tarver, tarverius more that'd be um, absolutely great and i think is richard sherman could be back i think he might be back can you look that up really fast yeah i think richard sherman might be back but Jaquaski tarts out for the season uh, with turf toe, that's going to be a little tough to swallow. But Emmanuel Mosley, Jason Barrett, Richard Sherman, Fred Warner, we have no pass rush whatsoever. It must be really nice for Eric Armstead to get his massive game check after not recording a statistic against the Green Bay Packers. But whatever.
2: Yeah, Warren's uh, Warren's back in.
1: Oh yeah, they they like reassessed everything, right? Yeah. And they get they brought him back.
2: Yeah, um, because they that'll like that'll be, that'll looked big. into That's his mask weapon. use or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Just if it, it all like, just don't let Trent Taylor, River Creek I thought I think I saw them on the questionable list. Just don't let them touch the field. Give the ball to Richie James. He might not be able to withstand as many touches as other guys, but just get him the ball. He's a freaking playmaker. Get Brandon and, Ayuk and Richard Sherman's out too. Okay, get Brandon Ayuk the ball. Like, he is our only deep vertical threat that manages to get open. I uh, like down the field and then can, can I like this year, bro. He's an absolute savage. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be an issue after our bye week dude. I'm telling you, hopefully. If, once, I hope once you guys run, once I run hope you, you... Back in business, we're going to be tough to stop. If Just don't abuse Raheem Mostert, dude.
2: Yeah. I hope you guys like shake up some saying these other, I mean, you guys have, you guys have the opportunity to uh, go up against the bills and well, obviously, the Seahawks again, but I think you could definitely shake shake, uh, shake some things up mm-hmm. for uh, the Giants out east
1: <laughs> by uh, taking down the uh, Washington football team, too. And we play with Cowboys, too, don't we?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Cowboys. That would be easy dubs.
1: But yeah, Jonah, who do you think is going to take this dub? San Francisco 49ers or the New Orleans Saints?
0: You know, I actually think this is a pretty competitive game. In 2019 and 2020, I think the Saints. <laughs> Bro, you had me on that. <laughs> and, so, and they're coming off a big win, so I'm gonna keep going with Drew Brees and the Saints, 35 to 20.
1: Yeah, that's a reasonable score. That I, can Jonah, see you're a savage. I can see that happening for sure, dude.
0: But hopefully, it doesn't. I mean.
1: San Francisco—they've got the pieces, they've got the tools. If they play well, they're gonna compete with and compete with any team, no matter really what their roster circumstances look like. Also, Ross Dwelly needs to get incorporated more, but I think Nick Mullins knows that and try to get the ball to him. But if anything else, if any, if just shit hits the fan. Just give the ball to you and jerk McKinnon and get me some freaking fantasy points, okay? That's all I care about. As long as, I don't know, if it gets down, just start checking it down to Jerk McKinnon. Let him work. <laughs> Let him work, dude. Just give me some fantasy points. Okay, and now the Ravens... Are you in a PPR league? Huh?
2: Yeah. Are you in a PPR? Yeah, just check it down. <laughs> yeah,
1: check it down. Let him get some yards. Let's go home. We go to the bye week. I don't know. All right, Ravens pads. This is going to be an absolute blowout. I'm going to go with the freaking Ravens on this one. It's going to be like... 20, I'm going to go 27 to 27, six Ravens. What are you going with? <laughs> do, you, do you see, I don't know. I, I think my bowl weekly prediction is that the, uh would it be fair to say that the Patriots aren't going to score a touchdown?
0: Yeah, that'd be bold. I think. Okay. That'd right, be that's very, what, very bold. All
1: right. I'm going to go Patriots. Do not. Score. Usually, I wouldn't say that, but it gives me faith after watching what was it, Sunday Night Football with uh, the Jet or Monday Night with the Jets? Uh, no, the Jets, Joe Flacco. Let's go. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Every time I type his name, Joe Flacco, it goes Joe Flacid. <laughs> like it, oh, it, no. it auto-corrects Flacco to Flacid every single time. <laughs> oh my God. It's hilarious. But Joe Flacco is looking sharp. Prashad Perryman. Denzel Mims or whatever is that his name yeah bro he looked good but he's definitely not their guy of the future Sam Darnold's gonna be the future quarterback of San Francisco 49ers you hear you heard it here first God, I hope so that would be fantastic I, I, as long as well, say no
2: bro like the only reason why I want it is that I dude Sam Darnold's a good quarterback he's just with the Jets
1: I don't want to so I just hope
2: that away. I hope that another team like you know I can see the Steelers after, after this ten years up. Like I feel like I hope that another team picks him up yeah. and gives him like a legitimate shot. You know what I mean? So yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna roll with I'm gonna roll with the Ravens on this one. I think it's gonna be 27 19. Um,
1: no, yeah, it's I think not this that is, they're not gonna score that many points. That Ravens defense is a stone brick wall, man. I know. Thank God I have them in fantasy, but you I think.
2: I just think this is going to be kind of an interesting game because, you know, on on the one hand, you have the new era Ravens offense, you know, with Lamar Jackson and, you know, his ability to improvise, you know, run, uh, you know, pass the ball as well as, you know, run and, you know, just kind of improvise and basically like put up points, right. You know, it, it doesn't matter how points are put up, but he can put up points. He has a potential to, and with that offensive unit, like, they should be. They should be just destroying teams, but for whatever reason, they're not. Um, and I think on the one hand, uh, on the other hand, you have kind of like an older school kind of offensive scheme. Um, Cam Newton. I don't think he's quite being utilized as he should be. Yeah. I don't looks think like Cam like Newton's he has nec- shoulder surgery when he throws the football. It, it it's like it looks like he's playing injured. Like he, it looks like he's not fully healthy. And I think like, they're uh, trying to. I think uh, they're trying to fit a. You're trying to fit like a new era type scheme on an older quarterback. And I just don't know, but I think Lamar Jackson and the Ravens definitely win this one.
1: You mean an old era scheme with the new era quarterback? That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. I was confused there for a 2nd So Cause I'm like, Cam Newton's pretty versatile, you know?
2: Yeah. 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 Old era scheme. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant because yeah. of Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, ah, you know what? Speaking of crazy throwing motions. Um, Philip Rivers, I don't know how he throws the football. Oh my god, but it's a thing of beauty, dude. Luckily, he's 6'5 because he literally looks like Hunter Pence when he (laughs) goes. It, 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 it,
2: he throws the ball and it comes out like downwards,
1: like the side of his hand. Well, yeah, he he goes like, but yeah, yeah,
2: but the trajectory of the ball is downward
1: you know what i mean like
2: it's like going like that dude yeah it's going down but somehow it's going up i don't understand it like it defies um, the laws of physics it does it does like he i've seen him throw a couple like he doesn't really throw a bunch of long bombs anymore i don't think he has the arm strength for it but i've seen him you know hug up a couple 15 yarders and like the moment they come out they're already pointed downwards it's it's almost like a punt a little bit. yeah he's the way dude. that it's flipping
1: so i love philip rivers dude yeah he's kind of a pain to play against but like he's, watching him and if you're rooting for that team it's it's fun yeah it's
2: definitely he's fun. yeah he's super fun to because he like unlike other quarterbacks well matt ryan is the exception but i think a lot of other quarterbacks are just kind of like they don't they don't really like try to nag at the
1: defenses they don't want to make a map, but Philip Rivers. They did. don't want to
2: make. And he does. Philip Rivers does
1: not care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. He's. Bro, the fact that he has nine children, he does not give uh, a <laughs> fuck. He's a beast, dude. Yeah, the ball's on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jonah. Yeah. Pats or Ravens?
0: I'm going to go with the uh, Ravens here, even though I've been disappointed with them this year but I, they're doing enough to win though. You can't yeah, they're really good, they're knock good them enough to win and that's all that matters. So i'm going to go Baltimore 27 to 15. Yeah.
1: Are you okay. all concerned about Lamar Jackson's future in the NFL? Not at all. Yeah, i'm no, not me concerned about it. I'm not concerned at all, but are some um,
0: people concerned about it?
1: Well, i just think that the fact that teams are starting to figure it out and his numbers are down from last year, people could be questioning like how I think, long his I think that's attributed.
2: attributed yeah, I think that's attributed to offensive scheming more than Lamar Jackson himself. Facts. Because you know, like the play there's only one playbook for the team, right? And it gets revised and updated week to week per opponent, or you know, like certain you know, certain offensive schemes are then installed for that week mm-hmm. based off the opponent. But I mean like when you've done something you know, so effectively and you did it so well last season where you were literally torching teams. Like you can't sit there and think in the off season that other like defensive coaches aren't gonna take a hard look at your film and That's figure out like all right, what are you question. doing?
1: That was yeah, the biggest what question are coming doing? out of this that last season is how are we gonna um contain Lamar to the point where we still have a chance to win because he's obviously still going to get his no matter what. He still yeah. could, he has the potential to rush like 80, 90 yards a game, even a hundred. But it's can you make him? Because I honestly think, obvious, he's made the be, he's made awesome throws. I think he's a good when he I think he's a good passer, like straight up. But decision making at times is rough. But I really like him as quarterback, bro. He's just dead. Yeah.
2: No, I like him as quarterback. I just think that offensively offensively during the offseason john harbaugh and i don't know who their oc is but
1: i think name like greg roman or something
2: yeah i think so but i think the uh, no that's uh, that's on defense i don't know oh, it is it, it, it's i don't know the, it's not really that that important to it because i think uh, i think ultimately it falls on john harbaugh because the fact that you know in the offense or in the offseason you didn't take one look no, he's at the offensive
1: coordinator for the ravens
2: oh he is okay yeah Okay. Yeah. So still in the off season, you didn't take one look at your offense and we're like, all right, we need to switch up this. We need to switch up our calls. We need to switch up our uh, play or, you know, what we call our plays, our uh, schemes, our formations, how are we, how are we bringing players into the rotation? You know, those types of things where it's like, all right, let's, you know, let's, set up the scheme to make it a little different from last time where, you know, people, you know, teams that are great defensively, that have those defensive coaches that, you know, those defensive minded players too, where it's like, or, you know, like those all time greats, like Malcolm Jenkins, right. I know the Ravens and the Saints haven't played yet, but um, you know, like those types of things where it's like, you have to be able to develop, plans to go against them in a way that you know they can't it can't just be like okay one week in the film room and it's like they got you figured out right
1: yeah dude they need to get marquise brown incorporated more too
2: they're just using him as a deep threat yeah but i think he could i think he could definitely go toe-to-toe in the
1: guy easy they just need yeah. to find a way to get him the ball yeah there's times he's open It's lamar tucks it yeah but yeah so do you want to go through these? we only have a couple more Games really fast. We'll go with um, fellow uh, NFC North guys: um, Vikings, Bears. Could be and it end up could be, it could end up being a close game, but with how Dalvin Cook's been freaking rolling, rolling, rolling. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with the Vikings on this one, just because of the fact that um, Dalvin Cook. It's hard to deny. Numbers speak for itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm going to go with the Vikings, Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins is liking it. He's getting that Jimmy G kind of role where you're just handing it off and letting him work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, who do you think's going to take this step, Dash? Uh, I think I picked the Bears. I picked the
2: Bears against the Panther. No, I don't know who I picked the Bears against, but I picked the Bears – uh, recently and I think they absolutely let me down so for that reason that reason alone I'm picking the Vikings and uh like you said I think I think the strategy for the Vikings is literally to make sure like put everything on offense to this so that Kirk cousins does not throw the ball more than 20 times this game like if if, if he throws the ball more than 20 times that means you failed all right, because that guy he's gonna get absolutely chewed out alive by that Bears defense. I'm still high on the unless Bears it defense. screen
1: passes to Dalvin, then it's okay.
2: The, yeah, then it's okay. If, if the if the pass isn't to Justin
1: Jefferson or
2: Adam, I think Adam's gonna. I, I think Adam's gonna be covered for a majority of this game. Yeah, but so I don't. If the pass isn't to Justin Jefferson, then it should be a it should be an immediate check down to Dalvin Cook. I don't care what it is, but. Yeah. That's what I think. That's the strategy for <laughs> the Vikings in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, just feed Dalvin, but don't hurt him. You know, he's, there, he's, he's already the been the heart and soul no. of that team for sure.
2: But so, <laughs> reminds me from a couple of years ago when the Vikings were like they were just handing it off to Adrian Pearson and he went off for like 2,000 yards that season, something like that, and he almost broke crazy. the record.
1: Yeah, yeah. all right, Texans Browns. I think the Texans are going to light up the scoreboard. Their offense is looking kind of nice. Brandon Cooks looking good. Another fellow OSU alum. I like Brandon Cooks a lot. Um, Wait, who did you say that they were playing? The Cleveland Browns.
0: Joe? Okay, I'll go with the Texans. Like Colin was saying, their offense, I think, gets it done. And then for the game before, I'll go with the Vikings because I've been liking Dalvin Cook and the Bears have seemed to be running out of steam for the past couple of weeks.
1: Facts. Sorry, Joan, I forgot. Yeah, it's facts. No problem. I, sorry. That,
0: that Bears
2: offense is just absolutely god-awful. So.
1: Their defense is kind of nice at times.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're very opportunistic for sure. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to pick. Dude, I want to pick the Browns. I really want to pick the Browns. I think the Browns, I know Odell's out, but I think the Browns were really starting to figure things out with uh, on, on the offensive side of things. But I think I'm going to go with my, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Texans on this one. I think it's going to be super tight game. It's going to be like 23, 24.
1: Yeah, I can see it. I can see that. And then Jonah, who did Jonah? You already said you're going to Texans. Yeah.
0: Yeah, i'm going texans
1: okay and then really fast washington versus the lions i don't know who's gonna win this game this is a toss-up to me honestly
0: jonah jonah yeah, you I'll, take, I'll take the lions in this one
1: okay even without kenny galladay
0: yeah i still like him
1: all right yeah i'm gonna go with washington football team just because i like antonio gibson and i like terry and jd mckissick's good too so if that offense can keep it um, Keeps him or puts some points on the board. I think they've always got a shot. Um, Darsh, what do you think? I think
2: Alex Smith is Washington's starter going forward until Callin Allen returns, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or if he returns, yeah. So, dude, as much as I like Alex Smith, like making a comeback the way he has, I think I'm gonna roll with. I, I'm gonna roll with the Lions on this one. I just think that they have the better defense and offensively. Even with Kenny Galladay out, they still have Marvin Jones. They still have Danny nice. Amendola. Uh, And I think they're starting to figure it out with DeAndre Swift on how to utilize him, especially since they're bye week and they've actually learned like, oh wait, I can just check it out to, or check it down to DeAndre Swift. I don't need to have him run 30, 40 yards down the field before I throw it to him. So I think they figured that out. So I'm going to roll with the lines on this one. I think it's going to be kind of 27-21.
1: Yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, I think that the yeah, I just don't know if Alex Smith can get her done. But I'm just going to go with them just because I really like Antonio Gibson, dude. And Terry McLaurin. I don't know. Yeah. I just really like those players. And I think Kyle where do you Allen, think? What's up? Where do you think Dwayne
2: Haskins lands after this season? Do you think Washington keeps him? Or they move on?
1: You know, I really like Allen. So, I mean, you got to go with Kyle Allen. But I think that maybe... Dude, I don't know. I really, to be perfectly honest, I haven't seen enough of Dwayne Haskins to really judge him. But I know, I just don't know where he'd be a good fit. To be perfectly honest, I don't know, because I don't know if he, when he goes somewhere, I don't know if he'll get an opportunity to be a starter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
2: What do you, Jonah? What's that? Where, where where do you think Dwayne Haskins ends up
0: Uh after this year? That's a good question. To be honest, I haven't watched very many Dwayne Haskins yeah, games this year, yeah. so. I well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be the best guy to ask that, but. I don't know. I liked him when he played for Ohio State. Facts. Beast. Yes,
1: he's a stud. But yeah, I have honestly no idea. Do you have a landing spot in mind, Darsh? Dude, for
2: some reason, I keep wanting to say I keep wanting to say the Bucks, and I feel like he's just going to be a backup there for a little bit. Uh, until Tom Brady retires and then, uh, and then I could see him taking over because the talent's obviously there. Like you see, you see how he plays. The talent's obviously there. It's just, it's just maturity issues. And I think, I think any, you know, any team with a veteran quarterback in the league right now is going to be looking at him as, you know, kind of like one of those project players, like one of those guys that you're going to sit behind a veteran quarterback that has those leadership skills that has that, you know, kind of, uh, Control over that locker room and just to see, you know, just to have him to dev- see that and develop and like learn those types of skills and learn, you know, just kind of develop that maturity to be able to handle that locker room, yeah. handle the offensive scheme, handle, you know, w- what it is to be a franchise Kiwi. So I definitely, I definitely see like the bucks being a, uh, being a team that takes them. Um, I can see it too.
1: Yeah. Cause he kind of has similar set to Jameis. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right, final game Broncos Raiders. I think the Raiders are probably gonna take this dub, but who knows? Josh Jacobs is a beast. Is he healthy? He's healthy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's healthy. I'm gonna go with Josh Jacobs on this one, dude. I really like the Raiders. Um, I don't know, they're a decent football team, they're coming around. Derek Carr's been playing like he's been playing really good, it's been impressive. Um, uh, Oh Darren Waller's an absolute stud too. That's facts.
2: Yeah, he's like top three tight ends this year. Yeah, he's and a, that's that's including Kittle's injury.
1: Like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure. wild. He's a beast. Um yeah, I really like the Raiders on this. Who you God Darsh. Uh yeah, I'm I'm gonna roll with the Raiders on this.
2: They have the more complete offense comparatively. Although Drew Locke's
1: been kind of cooking lately. Yeah, Drew Locke is good. But Jerry Judy, yeah. I think, is hurt. questionable
2: yeah so yeah raiders more complete offense defensively i think the broncos have the edge on that but i think i think ultimately it's going to be a slug fest and i think it's going to come down to like 21 20 something like that slug fest because a divisional matchup
0: yeah let's go all right jonah y'all make it a clean sweep and take the raiders as well right on
1: awesome that wraps up the games, boys. Was there any? There wasn't really any headlines. I mean, besides. Um,
2: well, do you guys hear that? What DeAndre
1: Hopkins was saying? What did he say?
2: He thinks, or not? He thinks he says that if a wide receiver gets penalty yardage from a pass interference call, it should count towards know. his uh, towards his yardage, like towards the receiver's yardage.
1: Like if he gets PI, that's 15 yards for him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, the reason why this was asked or why it was brought up was because he had like three, three, uh, receptions for like 29 yards, but he mm-hmm. was called, he was called in favor of for like four pass interference calls and then a couple other holding calls or whatever. And that ended up netting them almost like like 90 additional yards or something like that. So in total, even though on the stat sheet, it showed up as him only doing three, you know, three receptions for like 29 yards, you know, it, sh- it would have been like nine receptions for like 92 yards or something.
1: But like why that. why
2: does he even care about that?
1: Is my question.
2: Why do you even uh, well,
1: care? You lost the game. Like it doesn't matter how many <laughs> yards you got.
2: Well, he was saying, he was just saying that in terms of like, yeah, it looks on paper, it looks like I did nothing. But, but who saw cares, me out there, though?
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of annoying. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he cares, but it's like, yeah. why does it even matter, though? I mean, I can definitely see where he's coming from. It's definitely frustrating if teams are deaf. Because, like, honestly, I feel like a lot of teams do that. When you have mismatches, you're going to get a bunch of P.I. penalties because you don't want to give up a big playoff. Like, PA- P.I. is better than a touchdown at times. But at the same time, when it's a... Sp- yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, tough.
2: no, I, I I get where you're coming from, where, like, you know, why does he care if it shows up on the stat sheet or not? All he should be concerned about is whether, you know, they got the dub or not, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that for sure. But, I mean, fantasy value, all right? Uh, <laughs> <hell yeah. laughs> I don't even have DeAndre Hopkins. But, you know, <laughs> penalty yardage definitely takes away from fantasy, fantasy yeah. output. So
1: that's just That's just the name of the game, though. Sometimes you boom, sometimes you bust. It's whatever. I don't know. Yeah, But yeah, that would be really interesting if they did that. They should. Yeah. You know, another thing that's a little sketchy is uh little touch passes and screen passes when they pop off like 80 yards and then that's 80 yards for the quarterback. It's like <laughs> yeah. nothing of that. You threw the ball like five yards <laughs> or even like six yeah. inches sometimes. And then you get the credit for that. But yeah. Thank you guys for doing this though. This was cool. Thank you guys. Yeah, Sorry. This was a lot of fun, man. Sorry, Jared and uh, Sheridan couldn't come, but I like going back at it with Jonah and Darsh, bro. I'm sorry, Jonah, that you felt, I don't know. I, you, you try to, you contribute as best as you can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Facts. I feel bad I, though, because I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. No, I shared all the football knowledge I had. I left it all out on the podcast tonight. So,
1: you left it all on the field. Hey, team. there we go. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm going to go watch Mando. Have you guys, did you watch it yet, Darsh? No, dude. I still haven't seen season one. So, Oh, no way. Yeah, no. I, I just never got around to it. You're way behind my guy. <laughs> yeah, but Jonah, I know you-
2: it's popping up. It's on my list. It's on my list.
1: Yes. Jonah, do you watch Mando? No, I don't know what it is. Mandalorian? Are you a Star Wars guy? No. He's just NBA guy. Jonah's going to be the future NBA. Uh, G- He's going to be the future GM of the Portland Trailblazers. That's a fact. I'll oh, take over for Neil Oshley. And um, wait, wasn't there the first ever woman got signed... Isn't she the manager for the who now the Marlins? Marlins, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember her name, but shout out to that. That's epic. But also another thing, I didn't realize that. I mean, I remember them talking about it, but when you hire like someone of like color for like the NFL, you don't you get like a third round draft pick or something? No, no,
2: no, 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 no. It was up for
1: it was up for debate.
2: Yeah. It was up it, like they were going to vote on it whether or not they should. So like okay. a team like the Steelers because they hired Mike Tomlinson, they would be given like a conditional. What do you think a about conditional that?
1: pick? To me, it's a little bit cheesy, a little bit corny. Yeah. Because you you want people that are actually qualified for the for the position. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not like you but, still want people that are. I don't know. You don't want to like, just hire people just because you're going to get benefits from it. Yeah. No, hundred percent. But, but obviously if there's someone that is worthy of the opportunity, there should be no discrimination towards whether they should like hire them or not.
2: I think what they're trying to attack or not attack, but I think what they're trying to get after is that not enough teams are interviewing, uh, yeah, diverse, enla- diverse yeah. candidates. Not, not enough not diver- people are getting a shot is the problem. Well, yeah, not enough people are getting the shot, but they're just not, di- uh, they're just not interviewing or they're not really even considering, you know, like, diverse backgrounds, diverse you know, candidates, yeah. right? Like you know, like like black coaches, Asian coaches, whatever. It, I don't even Has know if there, ever there been are an Asian, Asian coaches.
1: Head coach. I don't think so. I don't remember. I can't name one off the top of my head.
2: Jonah's there. But, a- like those are those are the examples, right? Yeah. Jonah so they, is there they just Asian coaches get more in people the NBA.
1: That. No. What is spolster Filipino?
0: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Some kind of Hispanic yeah
1: something like that but yeah well thank you guys so much for doing this this was fun hopefully we yeah, get more this people was a lot of fun man next week and um we're gonna be doing if you want to hop on uh me me jonah and channon are gonna be doing like nba mock draft on monday so, oh like, yeah if you want to do that you are more than welcome to join
2: um so i am gonna be honest i haven't watched any I haven't watched anything about oh. the draft. So oh, okay. All I know is like mellow Ball, Anthony Wiseman, Anthony, we- <laughs> or is it guy? Anthony Edwards? Anthony
1: Edwards, James Wiseman, yes.
2: James Wiseman. Those are the three people I know. That's it.
1: I'm slowly but surely, but surely getting better at it. But yeah, Jonah's so, definitely the I don't think
2: I could add too much, but free agency. All right. All I'm right. I, I, I'm on for free agency. Whenever, like, let me know.
0: I think we're doing that one on Thursday. So will have you on for sure. All right. All right let me awesome.
1: Thank you guys so much for doing this. It'll be up later tomorrow. All right. It was right. always good seeing you, Darsh. and Always, always good a pleasure, you, bro. And, uh, all right. Likewise. Bye-bye. Bye.